0: all right we're back loading sports outlier sessions season two we got an outlier with us kyle henley outfielder from alpharetta georgia just did you just graduate
1: yes sir. i just graduated
0: just graduated from denmark high school uh probably the fastest guy in the 2023 mlb draft class georgia tech commit uh kyle thanks for hopping on with us
1: yes sir of course i'm excited
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I figured I would wait until your season was over. So you had a little bit more of a clear mind before I, you know, got you on here, but definitely excited to sit down and talk to you, get to know you a little bit and kind of get a little bit more info on your background. Um, obviously as you know, you know, the outlier sessions are a little bit more, you know, long-term athlete development focused. Want to hear a little bit about your journey, uh, and then, you know, give some insights to the people on, you know, where you're headed next. So, um, Really excited to have this conversation. I want to get it started with something a little bit on the lighter end. Uh, A couple quick hitter questions, uh, try and break the ice a little bit. So, um, first question you know, you're just north of Atlanta. Are you a Braves fan?
1: Of course. I've been a Braves fan my whole life. Grew up going to games. So, whole family's Braves fan. Love watching them play. So, very exciting team.
0: Yeah, that's probably one of the best fan bases in baseball right now.
1: Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Uh, do you have a favorite current Brave?
1: Has to be Ronald Acuna. Just watching him play, the way he's playing right now especially, is just awesome. So love watching him play, and the energy he brings to the game is just awesome.
0: Yeah, I think he's uh, he's going to hunt down that uh, elusive
1: 40-40. I, I think he has it. I think he has it.
0: Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that one. All right, so talk about the pro game a little bit there with the Braves. Let's, uh, you know, we're right in the middle of college baseball tournament play. Um, have you been paying attention?
1: I have actually. I have.
0: All right, so who's your favorite player in college baseball right now?
1: My favorite player right now has to be probably. I know they just got eliminated. They lost to, I believe, Oregon, but Enrique Bradfield Jr. Yep. Me and him, I'd say we have similar games, both fast, use our speed well. Um, Just watching him play, hopefully I could be a college player like he was in his career. So I have to say Enrique Bradfield Jr.
0: Are you that kind of defender in center field?
1: Uh, Especially, I feel like this year, I'm close. Very close.
0: Getting there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, who do you have winning the national championship now that Vandy's out?
1: I'd have to go with, I think, Wake Forest. Um, their pitching staff is just unbelievable right now. And I think pitching wins games. So I think That's Wake, good Forest, Wake Forest probably has it.
0: Yeah, I've always viewed Wake Forest as uh, like an offensive overperformer during the regular season because they play in such a small stadium. Yeah, But I think the offense is actually real this year. I think like if you if you put them in a normal sized stadium and not the bandbox that they play in, they probably would have done just as much damage. That's a really deep team. Yeah, very. So, all right, good pick on that one, Demon Deacons. Uh, what is your favorite spot to eat back home in Alpharetta?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um,
0: yeah, shout someone out here.
1: I'd have to go with. It's not an incredible restaurant, but after a lot of games, baseball, me and the team would go out. So we'd go out to Taco Mac. We go out to Taco yeah. Mac a lot, and I get a variety of different things, which I love. So I have to go with Taco Mac, even though like there's Taco Macs uh, a lot of the places, but I have to go with Taco Mac. I
0: uh, I feel like Taco Mac is a cult favorite down in the Greater Atlanta area. <laughs> yeah. I had it one time with uh, Marquise Grissom.
1: Mm, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's so, huge it's huge
1: yeah. down
0: here. no that's a good spot uh and I'm glad you shouted it out because you gave us a little bit of a you know atlanta culture there a lot of people probably don't know about taco mac but if you're traveling in mm-hmm. the atlanta area you heard it from both of us taco mac <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... um all right so let's go back to I mean, it could be your high school season. It could be any showcase or tournament or anything you played in in the past year or so. Who was the best baseball player that you shared a field with? It could be with or against in the past year.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good question because my travel team was really good over the summer. But I'd have to go with my boy Landon Stripling. He's one of my teammates. That kid can absolutely hit. He's. No matter who's on the mound, he's gonna find a way to hit, get on base. So he's probably one of the best hitters I've ever played with in recent years, for sure.
0: That's awesome, showing a little, uh, little teammate love there. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the question just a little bit here. All right, and I want you to look past like just, you know, pure baseball ability. Who was the best athlete that you shared a field with in the past year?
1: Good question. I'd have to say – it's hard to not say me. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um,
0: (laughs) I mean, that's facts, but (laughs) –
1: I'd have to say – ooh, this is a tough one. Hmm. I'd have to go with maybe probably – um, Ariel, Antig- Antigua. Ariel Antigua. Ariel Tingra. I probably messed up his last name, but on the, him on the baseball field, he's made some crazy plays. And he's just like, the stuff he does is just insane. I don't know how he does it. He plays catcher everywhere in the infield. So he's just, he's an, a true athlete for sure.
0: Got that super utility in him. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, I know you got around last summer, um, East Coast Pro. Uh, I know you got up to Boston. I don't know Mm if that was your first time in Boston or anything like that. But my question for you, I guess, is what's your favorite place that you traveled to in the past year? And kind of tell me why.
1: Yeah, so I have to say, uh, 16U, I went to San Diego for this PG All-American Games event. And that's the first time I've been uh, to the West Coast. And it was just awesome. The weather was amazing. The food in San Diego was awesome. And I would love to go back anytime. It's just, it was, went to the zoo there too. Also went to the beach a couple times. Did this kayaking thing that was awesome as well. I saw some sea otters, I think. I'm not even sure, but it was, it was very fun.
0: Did you get a California burrito out there?
1: I did actually. I had so much, I had probably Mexican food four or five times when I was down there. And it was amazing each time.
0: Yeah, it's probably some of the best Mexican food in the entire country. I agree. Um, yeah, and honestly, I think the California burrito is one of the best-kept secrets for anybody who doesn't know about it. Put french fries in the burrito is a game-changer. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was, it was awesome.
0: All right, well, let's transition a little bit here. Talk about long-term athlete development. That's something that's really important to us at Loden Sports is kind of, you know, not just – You know, the successes that you have on the field, but the journey to get there and um, dogs over here shaking. All right. Um, But yeah, we like to ask our question or we like to ask our guests to start off, I guess, because emotional well-being is important. um, Three things that you're grateful for. So I'll let you go ahead and share and then uh, I'll share my three. But I just think it's really important sometimes to slow down and just kind of appreciate what's around you. We're, we're living in a pretty fast paced world. So, uh, yeah. What do you got?
1: So I have to say family for sure. Um, then I have to say all my coaches and teammates, they just helped me a lot along the way. And then I just have to say, probably God waking up every day is just a blessing in itself.
0: I hear you. You went with three, with three pretty big ones there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna juxtapose that here with three smaller things. So this is something that I I practice every single day. So it's I try and think of new things every day. Um, one is that I've got a place right across the street where my dog can run free uh, and just let out all of his energy. Um, I think without that, that would be a little bit of a pain in the butt. But um, happy about that. College baseball regionals is number two for me because I think that that's peak college baseball. Honestly, it might be the best baseball weekend from a TV viewership standpoint. You know, I'm just locked in constantly to like three or four games over the course of the weekend. Now you get into like super regionals, which is a little bit more traditional, two out of three, you know, and then you get to Omaha and Omaha is what it is. But I think regionals weekend is really unique because it, it takes it to, you know, the host, the host schools, you know, culture i guess um last year went to a a regional at ecu in greenville and just that whole experience you know sitting in the jungle and you know watching the fans banter with the players and back and forth and i don't know just a lot of fun
1: agreed um
0: and then the last one for me is an organized fridge it's nice to open up the fridge and just know exactly you know where to look for what you're looking for so um the little things you know
1: yeah yes, sir, of course.
0: All right, so uh, let's talk about your background growing up a little bit. Did you play any other sports other than baseball? Um, I know that your brother Caden, is a collegiate football player. Um, yeah, give us give us a little rundown from a young age, you know, the different different sports you played. Yeah, so my whole
1: life, I lived in a neighborhood with probably like twelve, ten boys, so we'd be playing football soccer baseball obviously and basketball so i say i baseball basketball and football really stuck with me my whole life up until i'd say 10th grade um i played all those three sports my whole life i'd say at a pretty high level i did travel for football played some really good competition basketball i did feeder played with the high school team and i it it really helped me with baseball especially because like just being all these sports body moving in different ways and all that. It was just really – it was something that was a staple in my life since I was very, very young. And my brother playing football, I was playing football. Me and him were very competitive. He actually played baseball and basketball as well until he got to high school. So me and him would always say, look at these stats, look at those stats. Who's better here? Who's better there? But we ended up playing two different sports later on. But, yeah, it was – played – bunch of different sports my whole entire life and it was just i i loved it to be honest
0: I felt like a little bit of family competition
1: of course my dad Um, would get in there sometimes too so
0: (laughs) yeah there you go did he play sports
1: yeah so my dad played baseball growing up um he actually had a scholarship to duke but his arm torn lefty so he said he told me he was about 88 i think i'm still i probably still hit him but There you go.
0: He hasn't got back on the bump?
1: Not recently. Not recently. He says he could strike me out, but we'd have to see. We might have to try Uh, that
0: out. Might have to keep that thing on ice. (laughs) Agreed. Um, All right, so you played football. What position did you play?
1: Yeah, so I played – early on I played running back. Yep. Um, And then as I got older going into middle school and high school, I became a DB receiver. So those were my my positions playing for.
0: You got a favorite current player that's not your brother?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say I loved this season especially because obviously I'm a Falcons fan. Falcons weren't as good as they've been in recent years. But I liked watching Kyle Pitts play a lot. Yep. Um, young guy, big, athletic, tight end. He was he was a fun guy to watch this year.
0: Yeah, he definitely uh... – Fits at the same table as you when it comes to outlier athlete. So
1: (laughs) that's
0: it. Well, all right, let's talk about uh, ignition a little bit. And I think this is a good segue from what we just talked about because talked about, you grew up playing all kinds of different sports and I love the neighborhood aspect because that probably lent itself to a whole bunch of unstructured play and just kind of showing up in whoever's backyard and making a field and playing whatever game, Um, which I think is something that, you know, we've largely gotten away from in this country, which kind of stinks, but you know, kind of is what it is, but, um, ignition at its very core is the why behind your sport. So your brother obviously went the football direction. You went the baseball direction. Uh, what drew you to baseball? And I guess kind of like what ignited you to choose baseball and what ignites you to, you know, go in and deal with, you know, obviously it's a sport of failure all of the failure, keep pushing forward and keep getting better at that sport and stick with it.
1: Yeah. So I'd say early on, baseball was the very first sport I played. I think I started when I was four or five. And then as I got older, going in, like, I'd say eight U all the way up to 13 U, my dad was my coach. So I think that really bonded me with the game, especially being there with my dad. He was really, he wasn't too hard on me, but he was harder on me than the other guys. And, I failed a lot, obviously, you know, 14U, I actually played on a B team, 14U. And then I didn't like that at all, you know, and I think that was my drive to get so much better because baseball was probably my second best sport at the time. But I love the game so much and I didn't like being considered second best in the organization. So I think that 15U season I worked so hard and then going into 16U, things really started to click. I hit a growth spurt and then my love for baseball came full circle. You know, I got on Georgia Bombers, a team, the top team, one of the top teams in the country. Uh, They, that organization helped me so much. And then just working so hard, I think that I've ever worked before with baseball at that time, I think it just drew me away from the other sports. And once I got once I knew baseball, I had a future in baseball. I think I just stuck with it, and I just continued to grind. Now, all the people i met and all that stuff through all the circuits, travel circuits, events, and I just – it's really what helped me just really love the game.
0: So it sounds like your ignition was a little bit of prove me wrong.
1: Yeah. You know, So exactly.
0: at, at 14, you you're on a B team, and you said, I'm better than that. And that's mm-hmm. just kind of what drove you. Yes, was sir. there anything at like a, a younger age, maybe – a player you grew up watching or, you know, an experience that you had that kind of got you hooked on baseball?
1: I'd say, honestly, Cooperstown. When I went to Cooperstown, it was such an awesome event with my teammates, and it was the last time I played with most of those kids. And some of them are still playing baseball to this day, played against them in high school, you know, went different routes. But that Cooperstown event, my team wasn't the best team, but somehow we ended up getting fourth, fifth place, and that was just awesome. Went there. I think we were eight and one in that event and, you know, hit a couple home runs, which is awesome. And just being in that area with a bunch of different baseball players, meeting different guys, trading pins and all that stuff. was just really like that was one of the events I've loved the most out of my entire career, I'd say.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. So I've never been to Cooperstown, um, but I know so many people who, you know, have such fond memories of that place. Like yeah. I've done a, enough of these interviews and talked to enough people where it's like, that's such a recurring thing as something that sticks with guys as they get older is that experience. It's almost like it's got a little bit of like a Disney world feel to it.
1: It does. It does. It's just everything behind it. They run the event so well. It's just awesome.
0: Well, that's awesome. Uh, glad that baseball has you because obviously you, you could have gone a number of different routes and even within your old ho- your own household. You know, your brother went and played football. You could have followed him down that road, but uh, it's good to have athletes in the sport of baseball.
1: Yes, sir. I love it.
0: All right. So last thing I want to touch on that's development related, uh, and this is something that I bring up with every single guest that we bring on, Um, and it's important whether you're an athlete or you're not an athlete, but let's talk about sleep. Um, It's so important. What is your relationship like with sleep?
1: Yeah, so I try to get a uh, pretty good amount of sleep, and during game days, uh, especially during the high school season, even yesterday I had a game. Yesterday, I always try to get at least like a thirty-minute nap in because it just helps me so much. Relaxes my body, clears my mind, and it's just something that I find very important because I feel like without my nap, I would just be stressing all day about the game, my bees, what's going on, and all this. So I feel like for me, a nap is very important. Also, getting good nights of sleep before the game is also still very, very important. So,
0: big nap guy, I love it. Yeah, you Have to. It's a little shot in the arm in the afternoon.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about last summer. Uh, it was a big one. It always is if you're a, a high level player uh, going into your senior year. You get you know calls and emails from every direction trying to get you to come to every event under the sun. So, uh, let's talk about one that's particularly notable the uh east coast pro showcase down in hoover alabama what did it mean to you to be selected for that padre scout team that went down there uh and played for three or four days
1: yeah it it was awesome so uh, i remember getting a text from one of the scouts from that team the coaching staff and they said you invited to the tryout and i at first i was like oh wow like okay, that's, that's awesome. Like, hopefully I'll make the team and all that. Went to the tryouts. There's probably like 130 different kids. I knew all of them, high-ranked kids and all of that. And then I remember trying out. had a really good tryout. And then over the summer, when I got there, they were at all the games. So it was still like another tryout. And then I remember getting that text before WWBA, the email saying that I had been invited, and I was just thrilled. Because um, I, you watched, like, everybody else that go before you who went to this event, and it's, like, a very prestigious event, and it was just awesome getting that invite.
0: Yeah, I'll say, like, the the fond memories that you have for Cooperstown, I have for East Coast Pro down at Hoover. Um, I, there's nothing better than that. I think it's Saturday night. It's uh, the Florida-Georgia game, which obviously yep. you were a part of. Under the lights, you got the Alabama sky. Usually you're coming off of afternoon rain and, like, you got you know six different colors, pinks and oranges and yellows in the sky as the sun's going down, and it's just like a perfect baseball environment. You know, you got a bunch of bunch of guys that are trying to show what they got on the field, and you got a stadium packed full of all the decision makers and scouts, and it's just a really unique place. But it's like a little piece of baseball heaven uh, when you hit it just right down there. So
1: yeah, that that Florida Georgia game was awesome. It was just. It was very competitive. Very, very competitive as well.
0: Yeah, that's that, that one always gets the people going.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: All right. Uh, talked about it before. Mentioned it briefly. Uh, you went up to Boston, and mm-hmm. you got to play at Fenway Park. Uh, I'm from Massachusetts. I grew up a Red Sox fan. Um, tell me about your experience playing at Fenway Park.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Um, I remember. Going, walking into the stadium and just looking up and looking, like, from center field, I, like, really took it in. It was just seeing the big, the, the green monster and then looking up, seeing the big Fenway Park behind home plate sign was just, that was amazing. And then I remember I did really, I went three for three that day, so can't complain about that. And that was just, that was very cool, you know, made some good throws in the outfield, some catches, and it was just like, Wow. I'm playing where some of the greatest baseball players play, and I'm at the same home plate as some of the best hitters in the world. And so It was just like – it it was surreal, to be honest.
0: It's not the most comfortable seat to sit in as a fan, but it's undoubtedly one of the coolest experiences that you can have as a baseball player or, or as a fan is going to a game at Fenway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could say that when I grew up, I went to the old Yankee Stadium, which to this day I still don't understand why they tore it down. It should be – a national museum or something to that effect. But uh yeah, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, even Dodger Stadium at this point. Um they're like museums of baseball. Yeah. It's so cool that you had that opportunity to go there and play and not just play, but you know, you collected a couple hits. Did you get to go inside the monster?
1: Uh I did not. We did not go, but hitting BPs, hitting seeing some kids hit a couple home runs over the monster was awesome. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Uh, let's get to know you a little bit more on a baseball field other than the three hits you had at Fenway Park. Right? Uh, so first off, you're a low to nine. Your speed score was an 11. So that's kind of the, the standout thing there for me is that's just not something that you see very often. Um, probably less than 10 guys out of 10,000 plus at this point uh, have registered an 11 speed score. So you got wheels. Uh, what's it like knowing... On any given field that you step on, you're one of the best athletes to step on the field, and one of the best athletes in the entire draft class.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a really good feeling. You know, if my bat's not really there that day, I know I have my my defense because the the routes and the jumps I get and the some of the balls I catch are just for most kids that's a diving play, but for me, I it's just stand up and it's just awesome. And then if I'm on base you know, I'm going to cause havoc, which I love, you know, cause problems for the pitcher, helps my teammates out at the plate. So it's just, it's a good feeling.
0: Yeah. I saw a couple of videos this spring of you coming down the the first baseline on either a ground ball or a bunt or whatever it was. And man, fun (laughs) to watch. (laughs) Yes, sir. Um, All right. So you talked about a little bit, you know, if the bat's not there, you know, you can – you know, show up with your defense, and you can wreak havoc on the base paths. Um, if you were talking to 12 or 13 year old Kyle, um, what would you say to him in terms of the importance of being an athlete on a baseball field? Other than what you just said, you know, obviously, but because there's a lot of like 11, 12, 13, 14 year olds out there that play a ton of baseball, and I don't think I think they kind of miss the forest for the trees a little bit, and they're not as focused on being an athlete. But I think as you've seen, as you get older and as you, you know, go further along in the game, athleticism is so important. So, yeah, again, if you're talking to like a 12 or 13 year old kid and you're giving some advice, like what are the types of things that you would stress to them that they're going to need four or five years down the road?
1: Yeah, I'd say around that age, I feel like everybody just works on hitting. They just work on hitting. They don't work on how to steal bases, how to get jumps, and all that, and, like, even good routes in the outfield, good technique. And I feel like being athletic, playing baseball is gonna is so important because there's so many different things you have to do while being on a baseball field that a lot of kids don't understand. For them, it's just hit the ball and just run. But I feel like if I had to talk to a younger kid, I would tell them – first, I would tell them always have fun. You know, that's something I find very important. And know, I just tell them, work on everything when it comes to the game. You know, watch the big leaguers play, watch how they get their jumps, watch how aggressive they are on the base pass, because that is something that helped me, watching players like Acuna steal bases and all that stuff, going first to third on just a routine single. Like, that is stuff that I want to do and I try to do. And I feel like at a, if you can do that at a young age and take it into your high school career, you'll be an amazing player.
0: Yeah, I think it's so important, and you're going to continue to see it you know, whether you go to Georgia tech or whether you get into pro ball. And as you climb, uh, I've talked to a number of different guys at the highest levels of the game. And, you know, they talk about how crisp and how fast the game gets, even as you climb the ladder in the minor leagues at every level, it's like, you know, guys run faster. You have, you know, your arms gotta be sharp. You know, it's gotta be accurate. It's like when you are running the bases, like the guys in the outfield, their arms are sharp and accurate. Right. So, um, Yeah. I think from a defensive standpoint, like the ball comes off the bat harder. Right. So, you know, if you're not an athlete or you don't have that extra you know, get up and go like that ball is going to get down in the gap. You know, you kind of talked about it a little bit before where it's like balls that other guys are diving for, you're catching, standing up. Like that's huge. That's huge. Especially, you know, again, when the ball starts coming off everyone's bat at 90 plus. So, um, no, that's, that's great, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Georgia Tech, just mentioned it. You're currently committed there. Give us some insight into how that commitment came about, and then were there other schools that were interested?
1: Yeah, so I'd say 16 of you, uh, the first tournament we had, I think I had like four or five extra base hits on a really good team. And then I remember the next – like Monday after that tournament was over, uh, my coach told me, this school wants to talk to you, this school wants to talk to you. And I was like, oh, I didn't think it was going to be like, just like that, but it was. And, you know, I started talking to probably about 10 to 12 other schools very seriously, I'd say. And then, um, I remember WWBA, we were playing Dallas Tigers they are a pretty good team. Um, my friend Francesco was pitching, and I remember it was going to be a very good game. I think it was sometime in the playoffs, and I had a leadoff triple. And then after that, just I got probably like five, five offers, including Georgia Tech. And then I was like, you know, talk to my parents, because I drive past Georgia Tech all the time, and it's one of those schools where I would tell my parents, I want to go there one day looking on the highway and just be like, like, just looking. And then as I got older, I started to watch their baseball program and Coach Ramsey and all the stuff he's been able to do. It's just been awesome. And so I remember talking to my parents, and we decided on Georgia Tech would probably be the best fit, and we're very happy with the decision we made.
0: Well, I love it because you're a, a high-level athlete, and they're really good from a hitting development standpoint. So mm-hmm. um, if that's where you end up, put two and two together uh and you come out of there as a, a hitting machine it's gonna be it's gonna be something special yes sir all right so talk about georgia tech let's talk about the mlb draft a little bit um you guys w- won your region again yes sir all right this year at denmark congrats on that Thank uh, you. how was your senior spring in anticipation of potentially the mlb draft you know, kind of talk about you know your performance on field I'll tell you what you know no knock on Denmark but <laughs> the stats aren't online so um give us a little insight into to how you performed.
1: Yeah so I'd say um I had a pretty good spring, you know, was a team player bunted a lot hit the ball a lot hit a couple home runs which is always is always fun. Um I'd say I got to show my power got to show my defense. I made like probably nine like eight or nine diving plays this year, which was fantastic, Um, you know. And I'd say just I was really showed how much of a leader I can be on a field and how I can impact the game, whether I'm hitting the ball in the gap or whether I'm just getting a bunt, doing a job. And I felt like that was for me to able to show my speed, uh, how I'm willing to, you know, lay down a bunt for a team at any time, anywhere, like – in any big situation i was going to try to show up for my team the best i can you know i had a couple big hits to help my team win games and then also my teammates were able to pick me up and i was able to pick my teammates up and i feel like i just showed that i'm an all-around player this year
0: awesome um so after you were in a, a couple of notable places last year i'm sure the scouting community came to check in on you uh, what was it like playing in front of scouts in an environment where, you know, they weren't there to see everybody and they're more there to see, you know, maybe just you or you and one other guy. Um, what was that like?
1: You know, at first, the first game, there's probably like my friend Francesco Capocci is very good UNC commit pitcher. We were playing Cambridge high school. There was probably about 20, 35 scouts there to see us, see us play. And it was just like, wow, like, this is awesome, you know, and just seeing all them there, just just really just for me, it made the game fun, you know. It was like, okay, this is going to be a good game, going to go out there, just do our best, show out, help the team win, you know. Um, We ended up losing that game, I think, 2-1, but it was still a really good experience, and then as the season came on, kept seeing some of the same guys, became familiar with some of the same scouts and all that, spoke to them. And it just really became more easier as it came like came along through the season. So, I'd say it was just it was it was fun for me because I like playing in those type of situations.
0: Yeah, I've talked to some guys in the past, and it doesn't seem like that big of a deal during the summer when you know that like oh, there's 300 scouts behind us and the directors and all the decision makers, but they're here to see everybody on the field. So yeah. you don't really feel like you're under a microscope, and then you get to you know your high school field in the spring. And, you know, it's like you and maybe one other guy and like, you know, when the scouts are there, like they're watching every move you make, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, and for some guys that can be kind of daunting. So uh, it sounds like you took it in stride and, and you enjoyed it, which, you know, obviously there's, there's only going to be more of that as, as you move up. Um, so that's good to hear. Um, do you want to give us any kind of insight into you know, what you're going to be doing in the next couple of months, you know, leading up to the draft that's coming up, um, you know, do you have any feelings on what might happen in July? Have you had any clubs that are, you know, showing any kind of interest uh, on the draft side?
1: Yeah. So I've had a handful of clubs show interest, you know, it's always fun talking to men, not sure what's going to happen yet. You know, just still going with the flow right now, just talking to guys going into a couple different workouts um, I am playing in the Sunbelt League in Georgia, and that league is pretty competitive. Seen some good arms so far. Played my first game, I think, Friday, which was a fun game. You know, um, there was actually scouts there the other day, yesterday at the game, which, you know, it's it's just like the high school. You know they're coming out, but it's still fun to see them there. And, you know, I'm just going to be working out, getting stronger, preparing for uh, – couple more workouts I got to go to and all that. So it's, it's very exciting.
0: Oh, Hey man, you're a Georgia tech commit, so you're not going to be an easy sign. <laughs> yes, sir. Georgia boy going to Georgia tech. You have to put up the money if they want you.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: is that Sunbelt league? That's a wood bat league, right? Yes, sir. It is. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good opportunity. You play some higher level competition and you swing the wood bat and. Hey, who knows? Maybe you catch fire there and. Yeah, someone comes at you with the bag.
1: Yes, sir. That's that sounds nice.
0: Yeah. No, nah, it'll happen. It'll happen for you at some point. You know, sometimes yeah. it requires a little bit of patience. So um all right. Few last questions for you, and I'm gonna let you go. Yes, sir. It sounds like you gotta take a nap uh before you got your next game coming. Um what are you dialed into right now off the field? Like what gets you going personally? Do you have any hobbies or anything like that?
1: Yeah, so me and my friends, we like to go play pickleball a lot. Okay. You know, that a fun game. It gets very competitive with, with us, you know, and then sometimes just go to the lake or go to the pool, just enjoy the nice weather, and just be with uh, my friends, it's just something that I like to do.
0: Are you, like, a music guy? Are you a YouTube guy? Like, you know, what's your, uh, I guess, your go-to entertainment?
1: Right now, I'd probably say music. You- uh you- Dipping in, you know, some new genre. I started listening to country music the other day. You know, some Zach Bryan, some Ty- Tyler Schillers and all that. So I love that. You know, a big, like, a lot of different genres. So
0: we have to switch that name tag from Kyle Henley to Country Kyle.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, anything else that you want the people to know about you before we let you go?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I'd like people to know that. I've really stepped my game up tremendously since spring. I cut my strikeouts in half, um, swinging and starting to change my stance a little bit again, you know, wider base, just a little bit. Um, ever since then, right now, in the Sun Belt, I'm two for two with two doubles in two games, so can't complain. I, I just – right now, I'm just hitting the ball, which is probably one of my biggest critiques. But, while right now, if I can show that I'm hitting the ball, it's just whole different me, whole different game now, so – And I'm excited for the rest of the summer and what it has to hold.
0: Well, let's go. Go get those barrels. uh, For the people listening, go see Kyle on the Sunbelt League. You know, if you're down in Georgia, make sure you go see him. If you're not down in Georgia, make sure you get on a plane and you go see him. Yes, sir. (laughs) Country Kyle out there swinging the wood. Extra base hits machine inbound. Yes, sir. It's just an evolution of the game, you know so uh great talking to you today thanks for hopping on uh again for everyone listening country kyle henley he's one of the the top athletes in the entire 2023 mlb draft class whether it's georgia tech whether it's pro ball whatever it may be uh one of the most dynamic athletes in the sport of baseball right now uh really excited to see what the future holds for you best of luck with everything and uh we'll talk to you again soon
1: yes sir thanks for having me Thanks,
0: Kyle.